You're listening to a Benstown and McVeigh Media Podcast Network production. Run It Again is an inside look at the players, the coaches, and the business of sports with former NFL star and broadcaster Ron Pitts. And two minutes later, I was back in the same Oklahoma drill that I got the concussion from. And the mastermind behind the greatest show on turf, Coach Mike Marks. And we want to force him into a vanilla defense and go to work. Run It Again is a hard-hitting, no BS podcast that connects you directly to the source. This is Run It Again. Welcome to Run It Again. Now, here's Ron Pitts with the coach, Mike Marks. Hey, Mike. Uh, what's going on, man? Just getting ready for Christmas. I put the stand on the tree the other day, and actually Uh-oh. it was last night, and I'm getting Uh-oh. too old for this. I can't bend over and put that stuff together, and the stand was too big for the tree, and words Uh-oh. come out of my mouth that were inappropriate and shocked my wife, and yeah. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I. I. I bet. I bet. But we yeah, got done. This uh, is a great time of year. I love yeah. the, the lights <laughs> on the tree and all that stuff. It's always good. Yeah, a lot of pressure. People don't realize, man. There's there's pressure when it comes to. I feel pressure putting the lights up in the house because I, I don't pay anyone to come in and do that. No. I know in LA that's, that's, that's fashionable. I, I don't do oh, that. Mean no, outside, man, are you kidding me? Outside or inside? Yeah. The outside yeah. lights. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a guy that'll come around and, and I'm not going to say that I haven't been tempted. Well, I've, done I've been tempted. I've done it. Can, Have you? can you see my fat rear end up climbing up a ladder, trying to put a light someplace? That's a, you know, that's a fall for sure. I mean, that's a nine 11 call. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I'm getting to that age. Not quite there yet, but I'm approaching that 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 zone, that red so zone. Of when I was coaching, no more Durant, Christmas lights. Uh, obviously, I, when I was coaching, you, I don't I don't have time to do it, right? So <laughs> we had to pay somebody to do it, and it, <laughs> the guy gave us a discount if he could if we would be the first ones and do it right after Thanksgiving. So that Uh-oh. Friday after Thanksgiving, he came and they did it up. Now, I mean, it was. And I was the coach, and so they just absolutely it was. Oh, they took God, care of you. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. From outer space. So my neighbors, <laughs> I drove up the driveway, and they sent a committee over me of guys that were angry. <laughs> you know, the pressure that their wives are, you know, they have to do it. And then, of course, I didn't do any of it. I just came home from work, you know. So I had to deal with all that. But uh, yeah, it's fun putting the trip, though. I enjoy doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to get that done here, man, but we're going to rise to the occasion. Now we're going to man up and get it done. So don't worry about that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Uh, I know what I wanted to ask you. So what, 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 uh, you're a music fan. I know you are. Who's your favorite recording group, recording artist? I got, you know, Ron, I like all, all the music Mm -hmm. except for rap. I'm not, you know, it's maybe it's my era. I just could never really, get used to that but i'm guys like john denver for instance i know that turns a lot of people off but he's i like listening to him uh, fleetwood mac you know and uh, the eagles those kinds of things are my deal so for my era fleetwood mac yeah yeah fleetwood mac has made a comeback yeah i guess tiktok is 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 now re-emerge help the re-emergence of fleetwood mac well see that's just that's just good music that's all you know this generation is just hearing Good music, you know, from people that can sing and so on and See, so forth. See, that's the thing about the, you know, singing. Um, like my kids grew up, uh, you know, the, of course, when they grew up, the different music was different in the 90s and whatnot, but they used to love, and they still love going back to listen to music that Julie and I grew up with in the 60s and the 70s, you know? Yeah, yeah, man. I remember Elijah used to love to listen to Al Green. Oh, yeah. Man, How do you not, love, was, how do you not oh, like man. Al Green? That's impossible. 
Well, he was a big Luther Al Green was another one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah Luther. Yeah, and uh, 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 who else? Uh, he was an old blues guy. No, Dad yeah. liked blues. Oh, sure. he, he was in. He was into um, uh, Howling Wolf. Oh, Howling Wolf! I'm big Howling that. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, man, I uh, that's why I wore my 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 Jimi Hendrix shirt here now. Yeah, I thought I saw my that. wife I thought got that me that. Going back to yeah, that. that's right, man. That's not your that's, hair, though. It's not your style. That's, that's, no, 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 that's, that's, no, that's not my hair. And I don't, you know, not much hair under here. So that's what we go with this. But, hair on fire. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but listen, I'm going to read something to you. And you tell me, since we're on the music spin right now, you tell me which recording artist uh, uh, said this. Okay. All right. Here we go. Quote, the lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. Do, 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 do. Yeah, that's Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah. Gordon Lightfoot, right, right. That's the wreck yeah, of the Edmund yeah, Fitzgerald. Yeah. yeah, great, great song. A great song. Now here's why. Yeah, now here's why I brought this up uh, in the gym uh, back early in the year after the Rams beat uh, the Buccaneers. I had a, a, a buddy of mine. Just he's just raving now. He's he's ready to buy his Super Bowl tickets because the Super Bowl's here in L.A. And he figures, well, we've dethroned the goat, Tom Brady, so it's a done deal. We're going. And I said, no, whoa, 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 whoa. You got a good team, okay? And this was before Beckham. But there's a lot that needs to happen. Okay. And and in Green Bay, you're going to go back to Green Bay later in the year. Let's see how that goes first. And it's funny because I was listening to that song working out today. And that part at the end about the skies of November turn gloomy and the lake never giving up or dead. And, you know, they got the big lake there. That's Lake Michigan. Things change around that time of the year. And in that place. It's hard to win the colder it gets. I'm not saying it can't be done, but you can't go in there thinking, oh, well, we got this one. And the Rams went in there and it was a tough game for them. And they had, they had lost, you know, in that playoff game last year. A lot of things didn't go right. Let's just say that. No, and I think it's, it's more about how good Green Bay has come through the year. Watching that game, I was really, really impressed with their defense. And some of the yeah. things in the corners, you know, they've, they've done a good job and they create mistakes. They make you have mistakes. And I, I think the yeah. Rams are still trying to feel out what they're doing on offense. They, you know, he's, he's the long ball and the bootlegs and all that stuff. He's going to have to change some things up to, to spur him on a little bit and fit that quarterback. You know, he's yeah. I don't think they can protect him well enough to keep him in these deep drops. He likes to do all the time, you know. Yeah, that lake I, might, I, I, I think that lake might be down in Dallas too because they've had a storm in November too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it just looked to me like I mean, there was a couple of things. They, they had a bust on a coverage where Devontae Adams had a big play. Yeah. I want to say it was in the third quarter, and I, I went back and looked at it. They 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 had a miscommunication. They tried to bump it out and they ended up bumping uh, Jalen Ramsey off. Of Devontae the motion. Adams, Jaylen yeah, motion was, came across yeah. him and they just bumped it out. Yeah, it, most it guys, was wrong. Jay, well, most guys yeah. though, Ron, as you know, when you have two corners, you never move those corners inside. You just bump things across, even if it's man to man. And that yeah. rule, it's like the Jets when, uh, oh shoot, when with the, oh, what's his name was there? They were so good with the corners, and and what we did is they didn't move them; they left them. Or excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they would leave. So what we would do is put the tight ends uh, outside and the wide receivers inside. And we got on nickels, and you know you just go to town, and that's kind of what happened to him. 
Yeah, and I could see it happen. And the safety was following uh, a, a fullback, actually, a fullback slash tight end. So, yeah, Six, five, Ramsey ends up calling the, and the nickel has. Uh, the nickel, uh, the poor kid, yeah. He can't cover. Uh, right. So they ran an inside yeah. fade on that and and uh, took off. And, you know, they they know what they're doing there. You know, the first thing you do when you put a game to plan together on offense is try to look at the rules or coverage rules on how they pass yeah. things off and what their spots and zones are. and Because everybody does things a little bit differently. But that yeah. rule is Ramsey won't go inside. They just bump everything. And that's – I got them beat there. Yeah, they, they're going to have to adjust that. But that's um, real – that's just real simple defense. That's the easiest way to do it, you know. And like, it, like yeah. I said, my, in my opinion, Ramsey ought to have been on that receiver the entire night. You know, the best – The entire that. night, that's yeah. They've changed it. that – They've changed that up. I think, and, and, and I'm gonna, I, I think I did think the Rams start off. They had some problems, obviously, early, the turnovers and whatnot, but they yeah. got back in it. Um, I think the Rams will emerge at the end. I think they'll mend and get out of this. I just think I think that the quarterback, Stafford, is hurting. I think he's injured and playing hurt right now, and I think they'll, they'll revive themselves. They talked about that leading up to the game. And, you know, as, as I guess as, as a coach and former player, we're, we're conditioned to kind of just hear it and not hear it. But I, I think you're right. He's probably a in a little bit more than people think. But you never have that excuse, at least no, not when they give you no, that. No, but kind you of know, money. I've had no. quarterbacks, Kurt included, that were yeah. hurt and wouldn't tell anybody. And I didn't know how hurt he was. And he'd broken his thumb, yeah. you know, on his throwing hand, you know. And so we're playing a couple of weeks with him with a broken thumb, and he doesn't want. You know, they're just competitors, and he's gonna he don't want to come mm-hmm. out of there. But he's he has a couple of misses every week. That's just who he is. But he had a lot of misses, yeah. and the ball was taken off on him. I, I just think there's something going on there physically with him. Yeah, and people have figured out now we're not going to let the defense just tee off on us. We're going to get a lead, which everybody wants, and then we're going to turn this into an inside drill, yeah. uh, a nine-on-seven drill, and, and that's what they're doing, and that's neutralizing guys like Aaron Donald. So they've gone from first to 15th or so or whatever it is on defense. Um, yeah. or 11th, whatever it is, they should be the best defense in the league with what they try out there every Sunday. Without be. question. Without, As without the defense question. coordinator, I just, it's not, it's just a very simple system with really good players. And the old school thing is you let them play, keep them real simple and let the players play. But in my <laughs> mind, yeah. you know, that doesn't work on offense. It doesn't work on defense. I just think it, you know, what they did there before was they got guys in position to make plays all the time on defense. Yeah. Blitz, a stunt, you know, whatever it was. But they just – I think they're a little frustrated with that too because they win a lot of games on yeah. defense they used to anyway. Oh, no, without question. That's how they win their games, and that's not happening now. And not having a real run game hurts them as well. Nobody's afraid of the running Well, backs. and you, when you look back when they went to the Super Bowl, they run the ball very, very well. And yeah. they've never replaced that aspect of their offense. Nope. Cam Akers got hurt in the offseason, in an offseason drill. Yeah. Mike, you ever have a guy go down, a, a key player in an offseason drill? No. Boy, and that, and I've never big. had that happen, no. Yeah. All the years his, I was in the league, uh, I never, I've never had a guy go down. Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. It's just – and when I heard that – it was right before camp, yeah, you know, or during the pre-camp workouts, and I heard that, and I was like, "That's bigger than people can ever imagine." I had, you remember Adam Marshalletta? He's a first round, yeah, the safety. safety. He's yeah. a real good player, yeah. And I think going into, <clears throat> I think his fourth year with us, 
um, he had this crazy workout in Phoenix with his goofball down there, jumping over boxes and hanging. I, I saw it. Stuff. I saw it. Yeah. Well, yeah. He throwing the bench press bar up and clapping three times and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, he did one of these where he jumps off of something and uh, he exploded yeah. a disc in his back. He was never the same. That was right before the season. And he played. He played, but he didn't play very well, you know, and, and that was kind of the end of it yeah. for him. Yeah. Well, to answer your question about the Rams defense, they're, they're holding steady at, at number 15, giving up 350 yards a game. But it's a lot it's, of yards, you don't, you, more. Yeah. You, don't, you definitely don't see the impact of the front four, particular. particular you got to get Aaron Donald somehow. You got to get him to the quarterback somehow or in the running game. It just, but, but, just but, nothing but going Mike, on there, you know, the twist. But when, stuff, yeah. You know? But when, the, when you're down by 10, Okay, and all they're doing, the other team is doing is running the ball at you. They don't have to throw, and that's what I'm, I'm noticing people are doing, and they're running it right at him. But there are a lot of run stunts without blitzing anybody. <clears throat> just they just they're pretty vanilla in what they do up front. There's they're just not yeah. doing anything with them. You know, there's ETs and TTEs, and you know all that kind of stuff where you free yeah. guys up all and that. yeah, all that yeah. stuff. So yeah, and then yeah. you know you can go to a solid front too. You know, the linebacker form he just. He's, you don't see him. He doesn't never shows up in the tackles. Right, right. Now you, yeah, that, that's uh, oh boy, that's right. Yeah, Reader is inside there, and I'm noticing people are starting to get next level on him. He's getting exposed a little bit, a little bit. You know, I just yeah, think he yeah. just never shows up much. You know, and you know with those that defensive line, he ought to be making a lot of tackles in the running game. Yeah, yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, let's talk about the Monday game. You know, that's, that's pretty fresh. Yeah, uh, yeah. Seattle and, and Washington, big win for Ron Rivera and his team. They're trying to hold on. Seattle is, is, is all but, but gone now in the playoff hunt. And uh, for the first time, I, I, I don't know that I've ever heard Pete Carroll do this. He, he called out Russell Wilson in a press conference and said, hey, he's got to play better. We all got to play better. Well, I think he's frustrated with Russell. He's protecting him now for quite for two years. Remember, they fired the coordinator last year, I think, because Russell wasn't real happy with it. And they yeah. fired the coordinator. When you fire yeah. the coordinator, then you better get better. And he didn't. He's gotten worse. So they brought the new coordinator in. I don't know if he's any good or not, but I know Russell's holding the ball a lot. <laughs> right? His big deal is, and I think this is who he is, he wants to pitch that thing down the field in the worst way. He's not patient yeah. enough to throw the ball in the flat. When's the last time you saw him come out and throw the back in the flat? You know, I don't think I've ever seen him do that. It's been a while. So yeah. the aspects of the mundane thing, and Mahomes went through this for about three weeks, remember? He just took off on his own, and I think that's where Russell Wilson is. I think he's off on his own right now, and it's affected the team. Yeah. It's, please tell me uh, – well, first of all, let me, let's clear this up. The last play uh, in the end zone there – that was picked off by the by Washington. He held the ball a long, long. time. I, I mean, I, it was he should have completed yeah. way too long, way yeah. too long. It's like he's waiting to come see guys come open, and he's got he's just not who he is. He's he's a better player than that. He's missing yeah. throws. He's it's like he doesn't know where guys are going to be, and he's trying to see who's going to get open. He just looked like a rookie to me. Could his finger still be bothering him? Remember, he had surgery on that. I don't think so. I, yeah, I'm sure it bothers him, but not to the point. You know, Kurt played with a fractured thumb and torn ligaments, you know, in a Super Bowl and all that stuff. So I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it bothers him. 
you know, but he wouldn't come back until unless that thing was healed. But he was playing like this before the finger, so I don't buy into that. Yeah. He yeah. was awful before Explain. it. You know, he just was. Yeah. So uh, the Washington football team will go to five and six, and then, you know, they'll hang in there now. And uh, Seattle, like I said, three and eight, they're all but out of it. Explain this to me. 17 to nine, fourth quarter, uh, Washington is down in the red zone. I want to say they're inside the five. It's fourth down. Why not take your points? Why not make it a two-possession game? They go for it on fourth and miss it. The field goal that got blocked. The kicker tried to chase him down and towards hamstring. I saw that. At least, uh, I mean, have have you ever torn a hamstring? I've done it four times. It's like somebody shoots you, you just drop. <laughs> and you don't just get up and jog off. And so it was kind of interesting know, to me. He yeah. just got up and jogged off, but he he couldn't kick. They didn't have a kicker. Gosh, so the punter couldn't – what was that, probably a 20-yarder? Well, the punter should – you know, yeah. he's kicked it before. I, I'm not sure why they didn't – But I, I, now but, I understand. But yeah. here's, here from yeah. a coaching element, here's what you're thinking. They have not made a first down on you in the last three quarters. Right. They came out and scored in the first quarter. But since the first quarter, they had like five three and outs. They can't move the ball. And now they've got to go 95 yards or 90, whatever it is, right? 95 so yards. So the bet and is, that's what they did. you know, try and get the touchdown. If you don't get the touchdown, you know, your defense has just kind of shut them down for three quarters of this game. So I understand why he did it. The problem is – where was that offense the rest of the game? They they go down, you know, it takes them a minute, right, to go 97 yards and score a touchdown. <laughs> so the moral of that, and here's and this is something when you when you have a real good player at quarterback and he's and he's not <clears throat> going real good. In the past, sometimes what gets him out of it is just go right to two minute for a while and let him not think about his throws, but just get going and, and get a pace going, you know. And, you know, that's yeah. one way of doing it too. But, you know, they couldn't make a first down. They go to two men. They go right down the field and score. That's That was my fear on that. I said, watch these guys put it all together. And it started with well, how it always starts, the interference penalty. They got that big interference penalty. Yeah. And then they just start clicking off throws. And, and Russell, like you said, he had the best rhythm he had of the night. And they get down the field. I think those the other really thing about the two minutes. I think he might be calling the plays in two minutes and not the, not through the interesting. Yeah, so interesting. Yeah, I just think he uh, there's a disconnect there somehow. He from the team or the coordinator. There's nothing wrong. With people. Yeah. He, listen, people talk about you know he he looked tired. I was watching some of those shows this morning. Pete looks tired. You know, da, 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 da. Yeah, he's got a five year extension. They ought to fire him. You don't become a bad. Yeah head coach overnight in one year. That just doesn't happen. Nah, nah, yeah. I don't buy no. That. So in no. the in the general manager too, I think they'll I think it, the the burden lies with that quarterback. I really do. And his energy level is not what it used to be. His enthusiasm. Remember how he used to you could just see it when he walked mm-hmm. in the huddle. You know, the speed of how he got things in and out and the play call and his enthusiasm. He just Yeah. The energy isn't no. there, and I, I understand why. When you're getting beat, that, that's an energy drain. He's been like for, that. For sure. He's been like that yeah. for two years now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, another thing. Uh, he doesn't have a run game. Chris Carson is gone. 
And they were, they were struggling in the past to have consistency, even with Carson, I think, in the run game. But they had something. Collins is in now. You know, he's doing what he can, but that, that's, that's not there. Something is wrong. It's not Pete. Something with the coordinator and him. I don't think he's comfortable with what they're doing. That's part of the deal. I mean, how does Metcalf not have a ball thrown to him until the fourth quarter? Yeah, right. How does that happen? That's right. Yeah. How is he not yeah. a factor in this game when you can't run the ball? How could that possibly yeah. happen? They've got good wide receivers. How do you not get them the ball? You know, you're playing this dink yeah. and dunk uh, on or the inside stuff. He's missing guys by a mile, but they didn't even throw yeah. Metcalf the ball until at the end of the third quarter. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. There's, there's a disconnect. There's, there's something else going on. Yeah. Do you think the Russell was very vocal in the offseason and they made the, all the changes like you alluded to, uh, that he wanted, so or he wasn't now coming it's back. Your baby. Yeah. Or, yeah. Just, yeah, I, I just think he's tired of carrying the burden. It's hard if you can't run the football, so, and the burden's on you to do everything. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. So do you do you think there's something going on in the locker room? Do you think the players have one eye kind of looking at him out out of the side of thinking, "Hey, man, now, dude, you 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 were vocal and right or wrong." We gave you what you wanted. What's going on? Maybe so, but they're not playing Maybe. good either. You yeah. know, it's, it's not like he's yeah. the, the only problem. They're not playing. You know, the offensive line's not playing good. You know, there's just so many things. There's teams without running backs. Remember Tennessee? All of a sudden, they show up and they can rush for 100 yards again. You know, somebody that yeah. nobody heard of, basically. So, there, it's – you know, it was at Detroit for, you know, we didn't have a running back. You know, he, he went down right away, and so we had to invent guys. You know, it just happens. You just do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And the defense, that defense isn't very good. No, they're not. I, I like Jamal Adams, but they, they, they talk a lot about Jamal because there's nothing else to t- really talk about. You'd think, you'd think a guy of his caliber would show up more games than he does. My, I, I think, yeah, I don't see it. I'll be honest with you. I don't see it. And I, I think the media, you can tell when they those guys have put their game boards together, the broadcasters, they've got a couple highlights on, on Jamal Adams. But I, I, there's some things I don't see there. But anyway, they, they've got to get it figured out, and they're not going to get it figured out this year because they're, they're pretty much done. They're out of it now but, for sure. Yeah, they're out of but it. They can yeah, be a factor in that division there for sure, you know. No, yeah, yeah, because they've got to play the Rams again, yeah. and they've got to play some other teams so they can – they can uh, ruin the party. That's that's for sure. Let, let's move on here to here's one. We're going to go back to Thanksgiving Day. And there were three games that day. You know, the good old Lions. They they had their moment there. Um, <laughs> they played, and and then uh, <laughs> Dallas and the Raiders. And you know, of course, Dallas did exactly what I figured they would do. The success was too much for them, and in come the Raiders. And you got to watch out for the Raiders because the Raiders are one of those teams, even though they had been on that losing streak coming into that game, I think they're one of those dangerous teams. They can, they can flare up and, and play well at certain times. They're very dangerous. Very dangerous because the quarterback is really a good player. They're good on defense. They're really a good defensive front. Yeah. Secondary, which has always been yeah. their Achilles heel, is good. So. I think they've gotten past the blues that they went through with the tragedy. They've gotten through all that at this point. Um, I really think that uh, there'll be a huge factor, huge factor in the KC. You know, now all three of those teams are tied, Chargers, Raiders, and Denver. They're all tied, I think. 
yeah. I think that uh, they'll be a factor, though. I think they're on the, on the men to come, and especially the way they played against Dallas. And Dallas's offensive line was just horrendous. You got these two yeah. backs, and they can't yeah. get back to the line of scrimmage in the running game. They just they just can't stay on blocks. They're just not very good. What a weird them. team! And, and Dallas is an anomaly to me. It's it's like you what what's going on? Okay, now Mike McCarthy has COVID. He won't coach, and I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing for them right now. Zeke Elliott. He's banged up. I love the Pollard kid. The Pollard kid should get a yeah. lot more. Yeah, he should he's get more a lot than Zeke, more. To be honest with you, he, he he is. No, he is, Mike. He's he's very productive. But again, here's a, a Dallas team that, as much as the networks love them, and as much as as people want to crown them year after year and say, "Oh, this is it. This is it. This is it." It's like that cowboy fan I ran into in the airport sure. a couple weeks ago. The guy just couldn't. He couldn't smile no. because he knew the Falcons weren't anybody special. And, you know, he was right because the Raiders came in here and ruined the party. So they, didn't they have both their inside tackles out for the game? And I think that Who, – Who's that? Uh, Dallas. Uh, and so they went yeah. – yeah, they went to work on those guys now. Yeah. they Defensively, it, they yeah. look more like the Chargers than they did uh, the Cowboys. They, they just got <sighs> pushed around on defense like nobody's business. Mike, you know they went to work on. They went, yeah. Well, the pass rush affects it, but they went to work on that kid Brown in the secondary. Yeah. I think he got called for four PIs. So here's what I was going to ask you. You know, it's so the league is so different now than I guess when I was coaching. But I, and I even coming up, all the this hand stuff <laughs> doesn't anybody cover with their feet anymore. Where do I? Start? I don't. I don't see. I mean, just a technical. <sighs> Uh, the confidence of being a corner and using your feet and your speed and technique. And then I mean, but, but these but guys no. are just trying to uh, wrestle them. I, I don't get it. Well, Mike, no, because it starts from college. They're not being taught that yeah. there's a lot of kids coming out of college. They don't even know how to backpedal anymore. The uh, backpedaling used to be an art, a smooth controlled backpedal, yeah. you know, where you were low and you could transition. Well, W, remember the old W drill? Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, you know, because it just taught you as a corner and as a DB to bang, bang, get the foot transition and come out of it. So you didn't slip, you didn't fall. But it's almost like people have said, give me the fastest guy, the tallest guy, the longest guy, and put him in press coverage. Get your half tile, half tile going, wrap it around, look fly, and just play football. Just run with him. Yeah, that's what they just run with them. And and I gotta tell you, the P.I. rules to me, if I'm an offensive coach, I think I throw one go route every quarter. And, and I tell my receiver, now, listen, if he's in your hip pocket and he's like you're saying, hand fighting. All right. Try to make it as much contact as you can and look like you're being <laughs> bothered yeah okay disrupted because they're going to throw the flag i know they say if you're not turned around you maximize your chance of the flag i get that but if the cornerback looks like he's out of control and that receiver starts doing all this and that and then after the ball hits turn does that i can guarantee you flag's coming <laughs> out I, i'm seeing have you seen that yeah i've but, seen that all, to me ron it's rightfully so i mean when did all, oh. when did all this mugging you didn't play like that. 
You didn't come up and, and tackle guys as they're running down the field. Here's what we would do. Yeah. You know, they, right. Well, that's different. I'm talking about down yeah. the field when but, guys, but guys are. Yeah. But even then, down the field, here's what our guys, here's our thought about it. We had guys yeah. try to wrestle them. And we said, drop your shoulder, run through it, and run as fast as you can. Do not reach with your arm because that slows you down. You're talking about off the ball? Yeah. No, like and down the, the field. When they're going down the when field, they're trying yeah. to wrestle with you and grab you and chuck you and all that stuff, if you just stay yeah. in your in your in your arm pump and go, you'll leave them. And it, it always worked. That's true. But but I don't see receivers don't, doing that now. They don't, and it's stupid. It's just so dumb because they can yeah. hand fight you all you want. If they're run full speed and doing this with their hands and you're run full speed and working your arms, you'll leave them in a heartbeat. But, they, yeah, but they, everybody yeah. does reaches back and they it's just like they're slapping each other. Mike, I'm telling you what it is that the receivers are being taught to try to instigate and encourage the PI. <laughs> I know they so. are. To me, no, the, to I, me I, what I would tell the quarterback I, is underthrow it and let him underthrow the, under the ball. the yeah. ball and have the guy just try to come everything. back and you know. You got no chance. If you see the corner in as we used to call it in phase, I'm in his hip pocket and we're running. Underthrow the ball and receiver fight like hell. Make sure you fight through the corner yeah. to get to yep. the ball. They're going to call that. <laughs> right. I promise you, they're going to call it. But you can't, it, yeah. it is. But they, that that poor kid, he 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 just got. You know, at what point do I say okay? Because for a while there, the Raiders just uh, or the Cowboys were sending pressure. The pressure wasn't getting there. I thought Carr did a great job of, of knowing when to yeah, get rid yeah. of it and, and who to go to. But the Cowboys stayed man-to-man. This kid has given up three PIs. He's getting scorched. Change it up. Go to two-man. And I know that the disadvantages of two-man, but I don't just leave the kid out there. He's given up freaking three PIs. Yeah. That killed him. Now you're going to kill his confidence the rest of the yeah. year. Anyway. He's, uh, he's, he lacks confidence. You know, they just – resort to street ball basically and that's to me so much corner play has gone downhill the really good ones like ramsey they don't do that they'll they'll chuck you a little bit trying and then they'll break they'll push you into the boundary with their bodies but they don't yeah you know they're really good yeah even in you know look at green bay you know he's so doggone big he just runs through all that stuff he doesn't fool around with you he just goes oh Devontae yeah, adams he just goes yeah. he just runs yeah no, he he's he's a good receiver, and I noticed the way uh, Jalen played him. Uh, he, was, he was like two really good fighters. Yeah, you know, there, there wasn't much screwing around. Yeah. They they they, he, they were measuring each other up, and and see, Jalen knows he can't intimidate him either. No, uh, no, that's another that's another part. But to me, it's all about your feet at both. At corner, it's all Mike. It's all feet at it's corner feet. and at wide receiver. It's all about your feet. It's all feet. You jam, as I used to say, as we used to say back in the day, in press coverage, you jam people with your feet, not your arms, not your hands. Yeah. You know, yeah. Remember the old drill? They put your hands behind your back and slide yeah, your yeah, feet. Yeah. That, that's that's uh, that's very real. But anyways, uh, and and just before we get off this, Jalen Ramsey, I noticed the Rams. They got him playing more zone. He's not following the hot guy. Oh, like of, no, they're in a lot of zone. Yeah. Yeah, they're in a lot of zone, which I I I I understand because he's such a good player. You kind of want to be able to use him all over the field. I get that part of it, but but people are going to make you isolate. They're going to isolate, make him play man to man on. on I've on seen somebody, him in nickel on some teams because nickel 
on the slot, depending on who the slot is and what their passing game is. Because Aeneas Williams yeah. for us was our nickel, and he just shut yeah. things down. Uh, he could go in he, there. He, now, now see, Ramsey may not be comfortable in there. He's a big dude, though. He, he's, I've seen him in the slot in nickel. Uh, I'm not sure why, uh, but he's been there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Some guys like Deion Sanders for years wouldn't go it's too little. inside. It's too little. Well, but, but you know, another thing too, Mike, it's different in the slot from a coverage standpoint, a pure man-to-man standpoint. The guy has a two-way go on you in there. Oh, yeah. So you can't, you can't play it like you play it on the, on the perimeter. On the sideline, I've got the sideline, and that sideline is another defender for me. No question. I think it's a great point. I think <laughs> the hardest position in defense to play is a nickel. It's completely different. Remember Toy Cook? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Toy, yeah, Toy Cook lives near me here, and we talk a lot. And I, we were talking one day about you know guys that were hard to jam in the slot and, and this and that. He said, "Are you kidding me? I wouldn't even try to jam people in the slot. I would back off, play soft coverage, you know, soft catch, and play basketball." Yeah, that's what you. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's that's right. I I, I wish that's I exactly known that what uh, thirty years how ago. Aeneas played it. You know, Aeneas was a that's how Aeneas played Aeneas it. Yeah. was the best nickel we ever had. You know, he's yeah, really good. Yeah, uh, you can't jam guys in no, there, right? Because if I take away and you're inside, well, then you you got thirty two yards going that he, way. But he did his homework too. Oh. He knew by your releases where you're going most of the time. So yeah, right, right. And plus, that's, that's right. Plus, when they run the football. And nickel. Yeah. He was there. He, he, I mean, it's hard to block him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's move on here. Uh, Tennessee and New England. New England is, 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 is going, Mike. I mean, at eight and four now, they are tied for the best record in the AFC uh, along with Tennessee now. Well, yeah. the thing about Tennessee, they went up there and played way better than I thought they would play with all the stuff that's going on with them and the injuries and, they went up there and it was, it was competitive for a while, and then they just pulled on them. But Tennessee is—they're yeah. uh, hurting. They've got a their roster right now is damaged, so to speak. So, like we said yeah. before, a quarterback ultimately—if you're going to put it on his shoulders to win it, like they—they've done in Seattle—he's just ultimately not good enough to do it. Yeah, yeah. Ravens also at eight and three. I don't feel real confident about. I just that don't Raven like him. I just don't like him. They they uh, sack him. Yeah. He gives up. They give up more sacks than anybody in the league on the quarterback. He's four picks. Uh, uh, nah, yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, they they were they won the game, but they just rely on his athleticism to do everything. It's just uh, that's one plus ten there, and I don't like that. Yeah. Hey, going back to the Raiders real quick, and then we'll wrap that up. Do you think Carr is more? Comfortable now no without question. John Gruden. I, that was field? going through my mind. Oh, there's no question. There's no that's what question. it, it looked yeah. like. He's having fun. And that's not disrespectful to John. I think John, I think the coordinator there is is let him play more. You know what I mean? He's not yeah. so rigid. And remember, John Gruden's deal is is all nothing really over 10 yards. Just dink and dunk and move the ball. Real controlled passing game where they're throwing it down the field now. In fact, his I think his uh, yards per – I think I have here – shoot, he's at 8.3 yards per pass attempt. Now, in the old days, before the, all the passing came in 20 years ago, in the old days, if you were above seven, you were really a good passing team. Now, today, okay. if you hit eight, you know, and he's at 8.3, you're, you know, you're, you're doing really well. And there's – that's – next to turnovers, it's the most telling factor in winning – in football, and you know, you got uh, 
Garoppolo's 8.4. Burrow's 8.4. These are That's huge. Kyler Murray's 8.9 leading the league. You get up towards nine, you're in an upper stratosphere. That's outrageous. So yards per pass attempt. Yes. That's that's what you yes. call it. Yards per pass when attempt. When I got in the okay. league, I, I met with a statistic guy and I said, Get, tell me the things that are the most important thing uh, in winning. Because I used to do the stats and this guy knew nothing about football. He just knew stats. He said, well, I don't know anything about football, but statistically the two things that determine winning and losing is yards per pass attempt and turnovers. He said, those two things married generally will tell you how good a team really is. Interesting. On offense. Wow. Yeah. So there it is. You heard it. Yeah. So we were, uh, when we were going good, we were between nine and 10, which nobody had ever been. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. That's, yeah. <laughs> you, proud of that. you should yeah. be. That was pretty cool. You should be. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait to run that again, Mike. <laughs> yeah. That was great, man. <laughs> I am That's proud of that. That's why we're here. I am dude. proud because meant so much to me. And then, and then I looked at it one day in the office and I hadn't paid much attention to it. And we're like 9.7 and this, that, and the other thing. I said, oh, man. Well, see, see, that's why people listen to us, okay, and watch us because I have never heard that on all of the sports shows I oh, watch. They don't know. I, yeah, they I, don't I, know. I, I don't hear that from any announcer. Yeah. That's stuff you can only hear right here on Run It Again. Uh, yards per pass attempt, folks, and of course turnovers. Turnovers have have always factored in, and they will always factor. Well, I was just looking at this morning some of the top guys. Carla Murray's eight point nine. Rodgers is 7.7, which is good. Carr is 8.3. Stafford is 8.3. Rappolo Burrow at 8.4, but those are the top guys. You know, Rodgers is, is a yeah. cool 7.7, but, I mean, that means you, not only you're completing the ball, but you're getting run after the catcher, you're getting the ball down the field, one of the two. It means yeah. you're very, very, right. very powerful, very, very good in the passing game. Uh, the, the Cowboys got three games now, two games, and I guess that's six days. So they, they, they had three games coming up in 12 days. Your coaches is got COVID. So they've got a road ahead of them. Let's look Mike at the games coming up here uh, before we tap out week 13. And remember folks, this, this is an 18 week season. So I, I wrote down two things, Mike, that I think you're going to, be factors in this uh health no you gotta be yeah, healthy no as question. always right you, you you gotta be healthy and then consistency and if there's one team that embodies that right now to me it's the new england patriots they they do they really do um they're really this is probably the best defense i've seen them have in many years they've won some super bowls with some really mediocre defenses really uh, I think yeah. this is the best New England team that they've ever had, to be honest with you. I think they're heading I, I think so. Yeah, even without Tom Brady, because they're so good everywhere. And how that happened? Well, it's a, you know, their personnel and the great coaching. I mean, he's proved yeah. uh, he's probably the best ever, obviously, as a head coach. He, you know how hard that yeah. is to do that, what he's accomplished? I think the best team at the end, though, will still be the Packers. I felt that way early in the season. And I still feel that way. They're just getting better and better. Got all their guys back. Yeah. The running games going defensively. I saw them early in the year and said, "My gosh, they're awful." But Joe Barry's done a great job up there. They they're really good on defense. I love their they get, and and they don't they didn't have um, the uh, the big time corner there, uh, Z, uh, Jair Alexander. Right. 
he he hasn't played now. You know, he's been dinged up. So they're going to get him back along with the other Smith. That's Zadarius Smith. Preston's there, but Zadarius Smith went out of the game uh, yeah. a few weeks back. So when they get those two guys back now, they Brutal. they should be humming and talk about timing. Well, that First was a, my point too. They they won some games. They won a game without Rodgers. They they've uh, you know, the receiver was out. Um, Devontae was out for a while. The running back was out for a while. Yeah. The linemen were out for a while. They've gotten healthy. And they're yeah. not quite at full stride. But when I watched that game, this that's the best they've played all year against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So so you got the Packers, 9-3 and three now. Buccaneers, 8-3. and three. Cardinals nine and two. So those are the class teams of the no NFC, yeah. you know, with, with consistency. Uh, AFC, Patriots, we're talking about them. Buffalo, I like what Buffalo did against the Saints. The Saints are reeling a little bit. They're hanging on there five and six. But Buffalo, they, they responded well in a tough place to play, especially uh, at that time, this time of the year. Yeah, I think the quarterback down there with the Saints, it's just he can't play. He just, he's just not good enough. The guy that yeah. they're replacing him with, I think, is a good quarterback. When I was down there and saw them in practice, I like this kid. But yeah. I, I think probably uh, the biggest issue for the Saints right now, other than the quarterback, is you know, they've got to get back to that running game somehow, you know, because they just have yeah. been so inefficient running the football. Yeah, yep, yep, that's right. Ravens, we talked about them. Bengals, the Bengals coming along now. The young, the young man near Burrow. Uh, he's already he's been good all pretty good all year. That receiver, Jamar Chase, has been excellent. Well, Chase, he's, the, the he's combination of oh, those man. two guys now is remarkable. Oh, wow. Yeah, for the quarterback yeah. in his second year, you know, of course he missed his first year. So this is really kind of his rookie year when you look at it. He is uh each week he's gotten better and better and better. Defensively, they're good, good special teams. You know, they were awful in the offensive line. They've attacked they've attacked that issue. Mix mixing is really running well. Right now they're a hot team. Yeah. Yeah. Dolphins are moving. They're five and seven. They got a ways to go and need a lot of help because they're in a hot division, obviously. But they are moving and, and hanging on. The Colts, what a game to lose. I, I really one of the best games I saw all, all week there, taking on Tampa Bay. Uh the Jonathan Taylor kid is really special. Yeah. Naheem Himes, I, I like him. You know, mistake here and there. If he dropped the punt and that was big. How did you feel uh, Wentz played overall? Uh, he played like what he's – he's pretty consistent right now. He's just he's just good enough, you know. He's uh, – yeah. I keep waiting for him to get past that barrier. I think he's a good player. I think you can win with Wentz. Yeah. Uh, he's – you know, if you don't have a real strong running game, he's going to fade. You know, he's just – he's not going to be yeah. why you win, I don't think, but he, I think he's good enough. No, you're, you're right. You're right, Mike. You're right. And he threw one ball that I didn't like, and I thought it was a great play by Winfield Jr. on the interception. Yeah. I believe that that was him. I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't get a clear replay view from TV whether he, he underthrew it or threw it too much back shoulder. I think the, the angle of the receiver shocked him. On those balls, when he lets go of the ball, the receiver yeah. takes more of an angle than he thinks, and it's, it's just going to be misplaced. Yeah, that's why. And I, and I, I, if I can just, when you teach those deep balls, you're running to a spot, and the and the quarterback is thrown to a spot. And if you change your angle on it, you fool him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That makes sense. 
Uh, Chargers, what's going on with the Chargers? It's not very good, man. Defensively, when you look at them, they're so small and weak in the interior up front. The tackles, they're just little guys. They're just not – you know, the second half they came out and they stuffed the run. They did a good job. But in the first half, it was like they're holding bags again. They're just awful. It's At times I feel like Herbert is trying to do too much, and then other times – I clearly see he's under duress and it feels like he's been under duress so much during the season that now he's invented a new way of survival, which has to be the beginning of the end for a young quarterback. Here you go. You're back. Oh, here you go. Okay. I I don't know where you lost me there. I was just saying at at times I, I look at Herbert, and he's running for his life back there. And I think he's had to do that so much this year that he's invented a new way to play, which sometimes hurts him. Well, it's like the Detroit Lions and Stafford. Then that's how you play. Then that's what you become. Yeah. And it's hard yeah. to go to a good team like Stafford's done. And then, and you know, it'd be successful. It's, just, it's in you. You yeah, made that comment before. Point. But I think that uh, they have to be real careful with this kid because he's such a good player. You know, you get him beat up real yeah. bad, and he's going to start doing dumb things. And he hasn't done that yet, but it's easy for a quarterback to fall into. Yeah, they, they've got one or two players defensively. Boy, they're in trouble defensively. They're so they bad. That might be the worst defense I've seen in the league for uh, some time. That and Brandon no, Staley, that, that is, you know, the reason why wow. they're so static and simple on defense is because if they come after you, you get exposed in the back end, and those corners can't cover anybody. Yeah, I see James running around 33, hitting people. Uh, you know, a couple other people will will will, will jump around. I, Boza's kind of inconsistent, and I don't see much else. I really don't. Well, they can always turn. You know, they can always give help on Boza because they know that the other the other three guys are insignificant. You can block them. Yeah. So he gets. Yeah. You know, you just make sure you take care of him. The other guys, you can block. Yeah, and that uh, rookie, Linval Joseph, he, he's a good player. I like him, he but he's been nicked yeah. up. Yeah. They're just and bad on defense, in- and they have to play pretty simple because you'll give up big plays one after the other if you start to get aggressive. You know, yeah. It's too bad yeah. because uh, I think in time they're going to be a real good team. The offseason is going to be good for these guys. Yeah, yeah. No, that that that's right. That That's right. Yeah, I – yeah, I'll see Bosa try to make some plays sometimes, but, but like you say, when you don't have any help, no, and it's, no. it's easy for them to turn the protection on you. I can tell he gets frustrated. <laughs> I can, you can tell by body language. Oh, he, he gets tired he's a of competitor. it. You know, he's a one. Yeah. They just, yeah. They just don't come. And that's the other thing. The bad teams that I've been on in the league, and I was on a number of them, <laughs> you have a handful <laughs> of guys that's really, it's important to them. They compete no matter what. And then the other guys just kind of play. That's and that's the difference. Yeah, that's sad. All right, look, we're going to run through these next week's games here. I'm going to pick out. Well, who do you think is going to be? Uh, what, what do you think some of the big games? Are, are, I'm looking at a board here, so um, let me let me throw this out. Let me see. Uh, okay, so let's go to this one. Boy, they're back on Monday night again. New England and Buffalo wasn't wasn't New England just on Monday night yeah. like last week. Yeah, they were. You know, um, well, you can only remember you can do three of those and that's it. But you could do three in a row. Either. You could do three in yeah. the cheese and that's it. <laughs> That'd be oh. an interesting. And where is it being played? This is in Buffalo. This is eight and four going seven and four. And uh, you know, Buffalo was 
enjoying life up until about two weeks ago until they looked in the rearview mirror and saw, uh, you know, well, Captain's Courageous coming down the river. So <laughs> well, they've, they've got to do a better job just physically than they've been. Uh, now, a lot down in, in New Orleans, they beat them up pretty good. But physically, yeah. they've not been the Buffalo team that I've seen in the past. It's going to be a hell of a game. This, this might be the best, one of the it best games It should be a real good year. game, yeah. Yeah, because Buffalo needs this one, and it's going to be a hostile environment. That's There's place nothing more hostile, really, than going in that <laughs> tunnel in Buffalo. Oh, oh, the discussions gosh. I've had with people oh, hanging over the tunnel oh, as I go out oh, on that field, you know, as a visiting coach. Oh, hey, oh, oh fat ass. Yeah. You know, just talking about my family, my kids, my dog, everything else. You know. Oh, Stuff thrown Mike. at you, you know. I, I told you to about. I told you about that family, yeah. you know, on the bus out. Of that yeah, bit. yeah, that, that gave you a new perspective of, yeah. Uh, yeah. of uh, four of, moons of underwear, four yeah. moons, yeah, <laughs> four moons, yeah. Y'all come back now, here, yeah. uh, boy. Let me see here. Uh, Arizona's going back to Chicago. That's a tricky game. Um, I know Chicago isn't very good. But, you know, the, the, the talk came out that they were going to fire Nagy. Then he responds with a win, of course. So now you're not sure which box of chocolate you're going to get with that team. What well, does make any difference? If, if, if Chicago plays as good as they can play, Arizona will beat them handily, I think. I just – there's just too much on both sides of the ball for Chicago to handle. Now, maybe the defense will finally show up in this game. You know, they might. Yeah, but there's just yeah. too much for them to stop. They run the ball so well. And then, of course, quarterback is such an unusual player. Yeah. Chargers got the Bengals. Uh, Dallas will be in New Orleans. And that's going to be a tough game for them. That's going to be a tough game for the, for the Cowboys. Oh, Hill is the, the new quarterback. And like I said, I yeah, like him down there, Taysom. And they just signed him. Yeah. Um, his ability to move around. And he's a good pass. I think he's a good enough passer. Yeah, But I think this is – and he's a favorite on the team, Ron. He's a the favorite on the team. Yeah. Yeah. This will be a hard yeah. game for Dallas. It's going to be real hard. And and like I said, remember now, Dallas has got uh, the coaches out with COVID, and Zeke is not one hundred percent. That might be a good thing for them. Uh, they should. They will they get CD Lamb back and Amari Cooper? That's that's a question well, mark. Doesn't, doesn't Amari come back now though this week? Yeah, he, he should. Yeah. I mean, those are two. They didn't have those two guys against no. the Raiders, not making any excuses. But, no. you know, another thing, I want to see Amari play well in a big game. I haven't seen that very often. Yeah, he has just, in the past. Like he he, just, he did, did for a while. but for Like his first year yeah. there, he, I saw it, but I haven't seen it lately. It's got to get him the ball. So you got to let him play. Yeah, that's a Thursday night game. So that's uh, we're going to be tuned into that one. Minnesota is pushing along until San Francisco clipped them off this week. They're going to take on the Lions back in Detroit. So unless you just forget what time the game starts, you should have that one. Well, the other thing about that division now, the San Francisco, that was such a big game for them. I think that puts them, what, one game back behind the Chargers now? Don't they have like six uh, wins or five wins? Yeah, right. Well, San Francisco now is six and five, and that go. puts them one game back from the Rams go. at seven and four with the Cardinals at nine and two. Yeah. So now, no, they've, they've come back into the yeah, picture. Yeah, they are definitely in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's, a, that's a credit to Kyle Shanahan. It is. I mean, that team. People, yeah. where do you think of Grappolo? Here's just like I was telling you earlier, he, he is 8.4 yards per pass attempt. That's that's ridiculous. That's outstanding. 
Wow. I don't know how many people realize that. No, he's just so efficient, Ron. He's, his percentage, you know, he'll go entire half and not miss a pass. Mike, they came out with an article in the papers this past week saying that he would be traded next year. Oh, that's a, is that is that BS or is that premature? Just I just from inside that organization, I just tell you that from the very get go, they've never liked this guy. For and why? They just don't think he's as committed to. Instead of getting into all that, because I want to reveal who told me, but um, they just said it's never set well with them at all. He's just never set well. <laughs> all he does is just play his ass off. You know, they think he's, I don't know. I, I really don't know, but I, there'll be a line of, of guys lined up for him, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And depending on things go, could be someone in a division lined up for him. You, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Washington will t- go to Vegas, take on the Raiders. Uh, now, now, here's where the Raiders like to trip up, have some success. Now, can you handle s- the success and, and and win the next week in successive? And weeks? again, the Washington's uh, the you know that team is really a team that's like San Francisco. It's on the men now. Heineke's playing yeah. really well. I think uh, the receivers are coming around defensively. They they're good up front. The safeties have disappeared for a while, but they're starting to play again. So, yeah, you know, they just have to, I think they've, they found their stride. So to speak, they found their identity on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Rams should, uh, you never want to say easy, but they've got the Jaguars coming in town. So that they, they, their work is cut out. They know what they need to do against them. But after this, the Rams are going to take off on the road. And they're going to have some interesting games. They're going to be at Arizona. Then they got Seattle coming to L.A. Then they go on the road twice in what I think are very, very difficult games and, and possibly season-defining games, if for nothing more, where you land in the playoff slotting. And that's at Minnesota and then at Baltimore. Yeah, there you go. I'm sorry. You're saying no. what you think are very difficult games? Yeah, two difficult games for the Rams at Minnesota and at Baltimore in a couple weeks, uh, but they've got to first take on Jacksonville, and then they've got Arizona at Arizona. Well, the Arizona game, game is a huge game, as you know. So, yeah, that'll be huge, and that and that's tricky, isn't it? Not to look past Jacksonville because you know you're going to Arizona, which could be for the the division title. It really could. Be. That's that's a, the classic trap game when you have a patsy basically, and then you're playing for a championship. The next week, when I was at the University yeah. of Pacific, uh, it was uh, like game number eight. We went back to play South Carolina in the in the stands. They had bring on the real Tigers. We we're the Pacific Tigers, and they were oh. Auburn. I think the next week, so we beat them. Oh, that's yeah. We went back. And yeah, I remember beat you them. Me. You know, and uh, it was crazy. So I mean, it just happens all the time at whatever level. So you. The danger there is they just got to get better. You know, the the whole deal is how well you play regardless of your opponent. You know, that's just that's the key to everything. Now, now, when when was this? What year was this? This was nineteen. I think it was nineteen eighty or eighty one. Nineteen eighty or eighty one. Eighty one. Excuse me. Eighty one. Wow. Yeah, that's right. No, this is a this is the classic trap setup for the Rams. And, and this is all about coaching, isn't it? And I know play, players, but coaching, they got to make sure guys understand, take care of this first, take care of that second. I think the biggest deal now for Sean McVay is, is, is the level of play and all that, you know, for the entire team, like you said, is particularly the quarterback. 
they've got to, they keep bending him towards what they do. Some of the things he's not real good at. You, you got to let him get the ball out quicker and throw some quick play actions and things of that nature. Kind of get him in rhythm into a game instead of all these deep balls all the time. Yeah, see, and the kid, I'm not taking anything away from from anyone. Uh, Van Jefferson uh, had a nice touchdown bomb. He the kid, yeah. he the kid fell, and they're not going to always fall for you. But you know, you take it. All right, no question. The the, the pump and go uh, to Odell, I I don't know why you'd ever bite on anything like that as a corner when you're up in the score like that, and you know they got to do one thing, especially with that guy. If I'm lined up on that guy. I'm going to let him catch five out routes all the way down the yeah. field until my DC changes the coverage. There's no way you're going to get behind. Yeah, the, those elements of the game can't escape a, a good player in this league. That's just ridiculous to let that happen. No, can't can't go on. All right, Mike, we're done, man. I, as always, you taught me something. Yards per pass play, eight point five and above is really good. Oh shoot, right? anything above eight is is really outstanding. <laughs> Oh, that's great, man. That's great. And we're, we're going to be looking for that, as always. All right, buddy. All right, Ronnie. Thank you. Loved it. We'll see you next All week. Right. Take care. I'm Ron Pitts with the coach, Mike Martz, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. Like what you're hearing on Run It Again? Well, let us know by leaving us a review on Apple. Be sure to join us next Tuesday for a new episode as we break down the NFC West. Don't forget to visit us at runitagainpodcast.com. And be sure and hit that good old subscribe button. Remember, we're just two old pros trying to make you think a little. So long, everybody. Run it again with Ron Pitts and Coach Mike Martz is a Benstown and McVeigh Media Podcast production. Executive produced by Roy Hamilton, producer Ed Maloney, and technical engineer is Kevin Horton. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at Run It Again Podcast.